0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of Our Holy Father, St. Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, by Antonio Galonio. section 11, chapter 131 the respect shown to Philip by Gregory the 13th and by many Cardinals of Holy Church. It was not only those who were at risk or who were afflicted with disease who revered Philip greatly, but also some of the most important people, including the popes themselves. Pope Gregory the 13th, a ruler of the highest integrity and wisdom, was devoted to him, and he was always eager to listen to him. He often consulted him and accepted his help in different matters. And when he had listened to him, he did many things. There were other popes later on who followed him with the same affection and reverence, as we shall recount in the proper place. As well as Pope Gregory the Thirteenth. The following cardinals revered Philip as a true friend of God. Charles Cardinal Borromeo, Archbishop of Milan. Guido Cardinal Ferrerio. Guillermo Cardinal Sirletto, Prefect of the Apostolic Library. Gabriele Cardinal Pagliati, the first Archbishop of Bologna. Fra Michele Bonelli, Cardinal of Alessandria. Antonio Cardinal Carafa. Giulio Antonio Santoro, Cardinal of Santa Severina. Alessandro de Medici, Cardinal of Florence. Cardinal Niccolo Sfondrato, Bishop of Cremona, who later became Pope Gregory the Fourteenth. Cardinal Augustino Valerio. Bishop of Verona, Cardinal Vincenzo Lauro, Bishop of Mondovi, and many others. Now let us turn to what Philip did under Sixtus V, the successor to Pope Gregory. He was declared Supreme Pontiff in 1585 on the 24th of April and reigned for five years, four months, and three days. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, child of Mary, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Where do we get cardinals from? Well, cardinal is the Latin term for hinge. A cardinal is a hinge on which the administration of the Church of Rome depend. And so the Pope, over the centuries, would appoint men to be his hinges, the, the ones would, who would really help things to work, thing, doors would open. And these cardinals were first and foremost working in Rome to assist the Pope, they were his main advisors because the Pope had care of the church in the whole world. The Supreme pontiff, we call him sometimes pontiff means bridge builder. And it also means priest. The Pope is the one who's having to build bridges all over the world, connect people, strengthen people, help people. And in the exercise of his vocation as a successor of saint peter as the visible head of the church the representative of christ who is the rock the real rock of the church the head of the church so peter and his successors represent christ in that way giving us unity and the cardinals help the pope now the cardinals were not given to us by christ himself Our Lord gave us the sacrament of holy orders, including bishops, priests, presbyters, and deacons. So holy orders has three degrees. Now, cardinals is a church-created title, kind of like Monsignor's. And so the church has given us this title cardinals, and over time, for at least about the last thousand years, the church has realized that the best way to select the next pope is to allow the cardinals who have been appointed by previous popes to be the ones who vote. And so the Holy Spirit, we believe, acts through these cardinals who gather together in what we call a conclave to elect the next pope. And even today, when the church no longer has its wealth and its fame as it has in past centuries, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing that's lost it, but it's it just that it's not as prestigious in terms of secular position. Even today in Italy, if you mention Cardinale so-and-so or before St. John Henry was canonized, you'd tell people, oh, I want you to pray for this new person, John Henry Newman. They would say, oh, but as soon as you mention Cardinale, Giovanni Newman, they, the Italians, they hear cardinal, and something goes, something excites them. It's as though it's sort of been bred into the Italians that the this, the importance of cardinals. Uh, and so when we read in Galonio tonight, listing all these cardinals that were friends of St. Philip, these were the most influential people in Rome, the most influential people in terms of advising and directing things but here's the point it's not being a cardinal that makes one truly influential yes you can get your way you can make you can do a lot of good you can make suggestions and you can help the church but the real influence in the church is through sanctity And the head of this list of cardinals, who's mentioned? Charles Borromeo. And he's a saint. He's the only saint among them. And it's the saints who truly influence the world by the grace that they win for the world. It's the saints who, by their heroic following of Christ, by their deep sharing in the death and resurrection of Christ, are lights for the world. So let us pray tonight that the Lord will give us the virtues of cardinals, will give us the desire to give our lives for Christ. That's why cardinals were red. They're meant to lay down their life for Christ and his church. It's a symbol of their willingness to shed their blood for Christ. So let us ask tonight that we might keep to our lowly position, that we might mind our spinning, as St. Philip says, that we might stay at home within ourselves and not go around condemning other people. And let us be saints in our own homes. Let us try to bring those that we know closer to Christ. Let us offer our sufferings, our good works, all that we have for the sanctification and the growth of holiness in the church. For what God wants more than anything is holiness. Be perfect, Jesus says, as your heavenly Father is perfect. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.